The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We're up to Wednesday, and if you're experiencing extreme heat in your area, please keep an eye on your neighbors, especially the elderly. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, July 26, 2023, Wednesday of the 16th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year A, Cycle 1, and Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. Today is the Memorial of Saints Joachim and Anne, the parents of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Now in the scriptures, Matthew and Luke furnish a legal history of Jesus tracing ancestry to show that Jesus is the culmination of great promises. Not only is his mother's family neglected, we also know nothing factual about them except that they existed. Even the names Joachim and Anne come from a legendary source written more than a century after Jesus died. But the heroism and holiness of these people is inferred from the whole family atmosphere around Mary and the scriptures. Whether we rely on the legends about Mary's childhood or make some guesses from the information in the Bible, we see in her a fulfillment of many generations of prayerful persons, herself steeped in the religious traditions of her people. The strong character of Mary in making decisions, her continuous practice of prayer, her devotion to the laws of her faith, her steadiness at moments of crisis, and her devotion to her relatives all indicate a close-knit, loving family that looked forward to the next generation even while retaining the best of the past. Joachim and Anne, whether these are their real names or not, represent that entire quiet series of generations who faithfully perform their duties, practice their faith, and establish an atmosphere for the coming of the Messiah, but remain obscure. Saints Joachim and Anne, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that Catholics may place the celebration of the Eucharist at the heart of their lives, transforming human relationships in a very deep way and opening to the encounter with God and all their brothers and sisters. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Garden Angel, intercede for me. When I was a little kid, somewhere in lower school, I don't know how old I must have been. First grade, kindergarten. Don't quite remember. Those years are a little bit of a blur for me. 
But one image that I have very clear in my mind is from probably a biology class or natural science. One of these things were one of the experiments, I guess we can call it, that we did in class was that we got this jar, like this empty marmalade jar, glass jar, a see-through, and we would put a lot of cotton inside, and then we would put in this cotton a little bean. And then you had to bring this home, and you needed to take care of it. So every day, I think, you had to water this little bean that was lying on the cotton. And if you were careful, and if you had prepared the experiment, it wasn't that complicated, but if you prepared it well enough, and you watered it, then slowly, you could see how this bean started putting out roots. And then from this bean would come a little plant. To be completely honest with you, I did not take a very good care of my poor little bean, and uh, not much really came out of it. It pulled out some roots, but the uh, plant, at least compared to my friends, my classmates' plants, was pretty sad. But some of my classmates actually took very good care of it, watered it when they needed to, and they had some pretty cool plants coming out of this jar. Well, this experiment, right, that we do as kids, Jesus Christ uses it to explain to us a little bit about our interior life. And he gives us this parable of the sower. He says, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and birds came up and ate it. Some fell on rocky ground, where it had little soil. It sprang up at once, because the soil was not deep. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and it withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it. But some seed fell on rich soil and produced fruit a hundred or sixty or thirty-fold. Our Lord's parables are beautiful, and they have such simplicity. So easy for us to imagine this sower, even if you've never, like me, seen an actual sower go out and sow his seed. It's easy to imagine the sower throwing out his seed. And then depending on where the seed falls and how well taken care of that piece of land is, how the quality of the soil is, how clean of rocks and thorns and obstacles, that is, the, the, the seed would actually take root and give a lot of soil. Our Jesus sometimes talks about the mustard seed, which is actually, for what people say, one of the tiniest seeds, and from that tiny seed comes up a pretty big tree. And this is exactly what we saw in my natural science class when I was a little kid. There were no like big trees because these were not 
mustard seeds, they were beans. And obviously the condition of the jar didn't allow for such a big plant. But those kids who took good care of their bean and where all the conditions were met, the fruit was great and it looked beautiful. But if you didn't take care of it, if it wasn't well prepared, if you got distracted with something, you stopped watering it. If the environment where it was placed, maybe you left it in the sun and then got scorched, then no fruit will come out of it, or very little. Very sad, like was my case. This is where Allah is telling us, hey, I am going out there and I am sowing my seed. I and mean, Jesus Christ is constantly sowing a seed in our hearts. He's always showering us with graces, with blessings, with opportunities. And these blessings, these graces come in all sorts of ways and shapes, in all kinds of circumstances. Yeah, of course, when you go to Mass and you're listening to a good homily or you are uh, receiving Jesus in the Eucharist, when you're reading a good spiritual book, when you are um, listening to this podcast, for example, as you're driving in your car, and maybe a good idea kind of pops into your head. Maybe you make a good resolution. You say, you know what? That, that makes sense. That's something I could do. Well, that's a, fear, a seed that Jesus is sowing in your heart. That's an idea that Jesus is putting in your heart. And these seeds can come in all sorts of ways and forms and shapes because it can come also from uh, a piece of advice that your wife gave you, a correction that maybe your son or daughter made you, or something a friend said, something your teacher or your neighbor or your boss. If we are taking care of the soil of our heart, if we are constantly putting ourselves on the lookout and making ourselves open and available to what Jesus is trying to tell us, if we're constantly finding time for silence, for meditation, then those seeds that are constantly being sown in our hearts will be able to give fruit. Because we will think about it, and that thing that came out in this class, this idea that the teacher brought up, I kind of bring it to my prayer and I think about it and and I keep watering it, right? Kind of thinking more about it, reading something. Maybe I go and look on the internet or I find a good book that relates to that. And all of a sudden, the Lord is putting a very good idea in my heart. And maybe from that comes a change in life. But if I'm busy with music, if I'm busy with video game, with the Instagram, with the emails and text messages, and I'm constantly uh, running from one place to another, which can be the case for many of us, then maybe that seed is going to fall in our hearts and not give any fruit. Why? Because it's getting choked up by so many different things that I need to do. And I have no time to think about this great idea that came up in my class or this correction that this person made me. Or maybe my heart is completely impermeable. Why? Because uh, there's a mortal sin in my heart. And for that reason, I'm not able to receive sanctifying grace from Christ. Because all I can see in my memory and my imagination is that horrible thing that I watch on 
the internet the other day. And I'm stuck. That seed will just die and not give fruit. You and I need to take this seriously. Whoever has ears ought to hear, Jesus says. Well, hopefully you and I have ears. Hopefully you and I are listening to these words from our Lord and paying attention and making an effort to actually prepare our hearts. Jesus, I want you to sow good seed in my heart. Jesus, I want that seed to give hundredfold, to give big trees and fruits in my heart. I want you to change my life for the better. Help me with your grace to prepare that soil as best as I can, to really kind of pull out all the distractions, all the obstacles, whatever they are, and you are the one that knows that. Let's make that effort. It's worth it. Jesus will be able to prepare so many good seed for us and give us so much fruit if we let him. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Garden Angel, intercede for me. And you'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Today's liturgical day begins in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the memorial of Saints Joachim and Anne, the parents of the Blessed Virgin Mary. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer as we join with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Indeed. How good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Secret of the Lord is theirs, their soul is 
Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. Bless Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. My soul, give thanks to the Lord. All my being, bless his holy name. My soul, give thanks to the Lord and never forget all his blessings. It is he who forgives all your guilt, who heals every one of your ills, who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with love and compassion, who fills your life with good things, renewing your youth like an eagle's. The Lord does deeds of justice, gives judgment for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to Israel's sons. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, now, and will be forever. Amen. Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. As As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. The Lord is compassion and love, slow to anger and rich in mercy. His wrath will come to an end. He will not be angry forever. He does not treat us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our faults. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so strong is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our sins. As a father has compassion on his sons, the Lord has pity on those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flowers like the flower of the field. The wind blows, and he is gone, and his place never sees him again. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. As As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Bless the Lord, all you his works. But the love of the Lord is everlasting upon those who hold him in fear. His justice reaches out to children's children when they keep his covenant in truth, when they keep his will in their mind. The Lord has set his sway in heaven. And his kingdom is ruling over all. Give thanks to the Lord, all his angels, mighty in power, fulfilling his word, who heed the voice of his word. Give thanks to the Lord, all his hosts, his servants who do his will. Give thanks to the Lord, all his works, in every place where he rules. 
My soul give thanks to the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You have compassion for the sinner, Lord, as a father has compassion for his children. Heal the weaknesses of your people and save us from lasting death, that we may praise and glorify you forever. Bless the Lord, all you his works. The thoughts of my heart are always before you, O Lord. You You are are my help and my Redeemer. From the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. If the ministry of death, carved in writing on stone, was inaugurated with such glory that the Israelites could not look on Moses' face because of the glory that shone on it, even though it was a fading glory, how much greater will be the glory of the ministry of the Spirit? If the ministry of the covenant that condemned had glory, greater by far is the glory of the ministry that justifies. Indeed, when you compare that limited glory with this surpassing glory, the former should be declared declared no glory at all. If what was destined to pass away was given in glory, greater by far is the glory that endures. Our hope being such, we act with full confidence. We are not like Moses who used to hide his face with a veil so that the Israelites could not see the final fading of that glory. Their minds, of course, were dulled. To this very day, when the Old Covenant is read, the veil remains unlifted. It is only in Christ that it is taken away. Even now, when Moses is read, a veil covers their understanding. Whenever he turns to the Lord, the veil will be removed. The Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. All of us, gazing on the Lord's glory with unveiled faces, are being transformed from glory to glory into his very image by the Lord, who is the Spirit. Because we possess this ministry through God's mercy, we do not give in to discouragement. Rather, we repudiate shameful, underhanded practices. We do not resort to trickery or falsify the Word of God. We proclaim the truth openly and commend ourselves to every man's conscience before God. If our gospel can be called veiled in any sense, it is such only for those who are headed toward destruction. Their unbelieving minds have been blinded by the God of the present age so that they do not see 
the splendor of the gospel showing forth the glory of Christ, the image of God. The Word of the Lord. With our faces unveiled, all all of us, us, reflecting reflecting as as in a mirror mirror, the glory glory of God, God, are being transformed from from splendor to to splendor. We worship in the Spirit of God, and we glory in Christ Jesus, all All of us, reflecting reflecting as in a mirror the the glory of God, are being transformed from splendor to splendor. A reading from a sermon by St. John Damascene, Bishop. Anne was to be the mother of the Virgin Mother of God, and hence nature did not dare to anticipate the flowering of grace. Thus nature remained sterile, until grace produced its fruit. For she who was to be born had to be a firstborn daughter, since she would be the mother of the firstborn of all creation, in whom all things are held together. Joachim and Anne, how blessed a couple! All creation is indebted to you. For at your hands the Creator was offered a gift excelling all other gifts, a chaste mother who alone was worthy of him. And so rejoice, Anne, that you were sterile and have not borne children. Break forth into shouts, you who have not given birth. Rejoice, Joachim, because from your daughter a child is born for us, a son is given us, whose name is Messenger of Great Counsel and Universal Salvation, Mighty God. For this child is God. Joachim and Anne, how blessed and spotless a couple! You will be known by the fruit you have borne, as the Lord says, by their fruits you will know them. The conduct of your life pleased God, and was worthy of your daughter. For by the chaste and holy life you led together, you have fashioned a jewel of virginity, she who remained a virgin before, during, and after giving birth. She alone for all time would remain her virginity in mind and soul as well as in body. Joachim and Anne, how chaste a couple! While safeguarding the chastity prescribed by the law of nature, you achieved with God's help something which transcends nature in giving the world the Virgin Mother of God as your daughter. While leading a devout and holy life in your human nature, You gave birth to a daughter nobler than the angels, whose queen she now is. Girl of utter beauty and delight, daughter of Adam and mother of God, blessed the loins and blessed the womb from which you come, blessed the arms that carried you, and blessed your parents' lips, which you were allowed to cover with chaste kisses, ever maintaining your virginity. Rejoice in God, all the earth, sing, exult, and sing hymns. Raise your voice, raise it, and do not be afraid. They worshipped God day and night, in fasting and in prayer. They They looked looked forward forward to to the the deliverance of Israel. Israel. They prayed that God would come to save his people. They They looked looked forward forward to the the deliverance of of Israel. Israel. Let us pray. O Lord, God of our fathers, who bestowed on Saints Joachim and Anne this grace, 
that of them should be born the mother of your incarnate Son. Grant through the prayers of both that we may attain the salvation you have promised to your people through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Another agricultural parable is coming up in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, July 26, 2023, the Memorial of Saints Joachim and Anne. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's the parable of the sower from the 13th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat there, and the whole crowd stood on the beach. He told them many things in parables. A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they had not much soil, and immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell upon thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil, and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Even though we have no hard factual information about the parents of the Blessed Virgin, we can infer a lot about them just from looking at her. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. Saints Joachim and Anne must often have thought God was asking something great from their daughter who showed herself to be so humanly and supernaturally gifted. They offered her up to God as the Hebrews used to do with their offspring. Parents who strengthen their love for each other through prayer will respect the will of God for their children. Their love will be strengthened even more if these receive a vocation full of dedication to God. Often they will ask our Lord for this grace and desire it, since, as St. Jose Maria Escriva used to say, giving up one's children to the service of God is not a sacrifice. It is an honor and a joy, the greatest honor and the greatest joy. The children will experience the beauty of dedicating their energies to the kingdom of God, since in many ways they have already learned to do so through their family life. Love which leads to marriage can also be a marvelous divine way, a vocation, a path for a complete dedication to our God. This love must be efficacious and operative regarding its fruit, the children. True love will be clearly seen in the effort to teach them how to be hardworking, temperate, and educated in the fullest sense of the word. 
and in this way to be good Christians. May the human virtues take root in them, strength of character, sobriety in the use of material goods, responsibility, generosity, industriousness, and may they learn to spend money frugally, keeping in mind the want many in the world presently suffer. True love for the children will lead parents to take an interest in the school they attend, particularly their religious training, since their very salvation may depend on it. This same love will move parents to look for a suitable place for vacation and leisure time, often sacrificing personal tastes and interests and avoiding those surroundings that make the practice of a truly Christian life difficult. Parents should never forget that they are administrators of an immense treasure for God. As Christians, they form a family in which Christ is present. Today we ask Saints Joachim and Anne to help us make our Christian homes places where God can easily be found. Let us approach Our Lady's intercession too. John Paul II encourages us, United together, let us raise our hearts to Mary. Through your meditation, daughter and mother, show yourself to be the mother of us all. Offer up our prayer so that Christ, who has become your Son, may kindly accept it. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's time to pray with the whole church on this memorial of Saints Joachim and Anne. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Thank you.
My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. I will sing, sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations I will praise you, for your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. O come and deliver your friends. Help with your right hand and reply. From his holy place, God has made this promise. I will triumph and divide the land of Shechem. I will measure out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh. Ephraim I will take for my helmet. Judah for my commander's staff. Moab I will use for my washbowl. On Edom I will plant my shoe. Over the Philistines I will shout in triumph. But who will lead me to conquer the fortress? Who will bring me face to face with Edom? Will you utterly reject us, O God, and no longer march with our armies? Give us help against the foe, for the help of man is vain. With God we shall do bravely, and he will trample down our foes. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Accept the prayers of your servants, Lord, and prepare our hearts to praise your holy name. Come to our aid in times of trouble, and make us worthy to sing you songs of thanksgiving. My My heart heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. As the earth brings forth its plants, and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake I will not be silent, for Jerusalem's sake I will not be quiet, until her vindication shines forth like the dawn, and her victory like a burning torch. Nation shall behold your vindication, and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name, pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God. No more shall men call you forsaken, or your land desolate. But you shall be called my delight, and your land espoused. 
For the Lord delights in you and makes your land his spouse. As a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord, the Lord has, has robed me with, with grace and, and salvation. I will praise my God all the days of my life. I will, I will praise, praise my God all the days of my life. My soul, give praise to the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my days. Make music to my God while I live. Put no trust in princes, in mortal men in whom there is no help. Take their breath, they return to clay, and their plans that day come to nothing. He is happy who is helped by Jacob's God whose hope is in the Lord his God, who alone made heaven and earth, the seas and all they contain. It is he who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is he who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free, the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, the Lord who protects the stranger and upholds the widow and the orphan. It is the Lord who loves the just but thwarts the path of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever, Zion's God, from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, As it was, was in, in the, the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. God of glory and power, those who have put all their trust in you are happy indeed. Shine the brightness of your light upon us, that we may love you always with a pure heart. I will, I will praise, praise my God, God all the days of my life. Come to me heedfully. Listen that you may have life. I will renew with you the everlasting covenant, the benefits assured to David. In the tender compassion of our God, the Lord has come to us. In the tender compassion of our God, the Lord has come to us. He has raised up Jesus, our Savior. The Lord has come to us. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. In, In the, the tender compassion of our God, the Lord has come to us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has, he has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old, 
that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. My brothers, let us praise Christ, asking to serve him and to be holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. Let us acclaim him. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You desire to experience everything we experience but sin. Have mercy on us, Lord Jesus. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You called us to love perfectly. Make us holy, Lord Jesus. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You commissioned us to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Let your light shine on us, Lord Jesus. Lord, you You alone are the Holy One. You desire to serve, not to be served. Help us, Lord Jesus, to give humble service to you and to our neighbors. Lord, you You alone are are the Holy One. You are in the form of God, sharing in the splendor of the Father. Lord Jesus, let us see the glory of your face. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. O Lord, God of our fathers, who bestowed on Saints Joachim and Anne this grace, that of them should be born the mother of your incarnate Son, Grant through the prayers of both that we may attain the salvation you have promised to your people through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 
May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Well, as we've heard, today's memorial is really about families and our care for them. So let's ask for the intercession of Saints Joachim and Anne for our families today. John and Glenn are standing by with morning air in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on and Patrick Conley after that with the inner life. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.